Welcome to the Sturgeon Outdoor Podcast. It's time to sit back and enjoy. Alrighty. Well, Taylor, here we are once again. Just like to show a th- shout out to my wife, Natalie, because she was awful upset that uh, didn't bring her up last episode. Well, she clearly doesn't get enough credit, Nolan. I mean, she. she I mean, it. it it's. The, I mean, think about it. It's the girlfriends that let us have the time to do this. So give a credit. I'll give credit to Selena as well. So, you know, no, thank you. So you're, you're just you're you're just ragging up the brownie points here. Oh yeah. Oh no. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I am. No joke. I am racking up those brownie points. So gotta get a. Just in case that one time I get in a doghouse, I can say, hey, I sh- had a shout out for you. So you didn't actually listen to the podcast, but did have a shout out for you. Well, we're, we're going to get her there, though. She's going to be our biggest fan here soon. Don't you worry. Oh, she will. She's going to she'll probably be one of the first ones with a T-shirt. That's all I'm saying. So <laughs> she won't fully understand the T-shirt. No, she she'll won't listen to it still. <laughs> she'll be a good old supporter of it. So it'll be fine. Taylor, I kind of yeah. gave you reins on this episode. And I think you did a did a good job. You Hang did. Paused up. It's my supportive wife. My supportive wife. Oh, she flipped me off. That's she, real support there. And here's an example of Nolan's supportive wife. She flipped <laughs> me off. <laughs> but you did. You you gave me free reins. Um. So hunting is still a thing. We're going to swing back to it either next episode or the episode after because we have um, gun season starting, right? What's the what's the real term for that? Is it shotgun season, rifle season? Like, what is that? Well, here in New York, it's rifle season. Okay. Other states, it's shotgun only. It kind of depends on local laws. But here in New York, we have rifle season. Okay. And don't you worry. We'll be back to the talking about rifle season, talking about my season, and all that fun stuff, probably this next following episode. Absolutely. I mean, that's in a couple of weeks. So be on the lookout for that. But I found this article. It's by a metalfloss.com. So everything we're looking at is right from that episode. I'm sorry, that article in that episode. Um, I was sitting at work one day, you know, where everybody reads the news in the bathroom. And I came up with this article. It says the 11 scientific benefits of being outdoors. We're not going to read it, you know, word for word, but I I thought, you know, I thought maybe, hey, it's a good idea to go through them because this time of year, it sucks around here. There's not many things to do and you have to, you know, people get that, um, what is that? It's called sad. It's on that seasonal, uh, yeah, seasonal affective disorder, basically kind of like a depression it's, you know, symptoms of anxiety, exhaustion, sadness, but spending time outside can lessen that. We'll get into that after, but I just thought, you know, it's that time of year. There's not much going on. You're stuck inside. It's the kids, you know, bothering the heck out of you. I thought it'd be, you know, a nice little off topic from what we did normally, but I think it's a good idea. I guess we'll kind of go through and go from there. I thought it was actually rather interesting. Because it's those things that I guess happen naturally that you're really not 
thinking about while you're outside. And especially during this time of year, you know, you can't beat. I mean, right now it's 32 degrees. We just got probably four inches of snow. So now's the time where this is really going to play a factor. And not to mention, I just drove three hours with two truck and trailers through Ohio and Pennsylvania in this beautiful (laughs) weather. Figured just get started with it. Um, Number one, being outdoors boosts your energy. Basically what they're saying is you, you ever get tired? You just want like coffee. You want an energy drink, want something. They're saying that 30 minutes outside is equal to a cup of coffee. I just right now, right now it is because it's so damn cold. Like you just really have all that just pent up, I guess, just chill to the bone. You're like, man, it's cold. And it, you know, it wakes you up. That's for sure. If you go and stand outside, I was outside moving stuff. It's eight 32 tonight. I need coffee. Okay. I am tired. I was, and not even just from lifting that sore or anything, but I'm tired. So I disagree with that one, but I can see where they're getting it. You know, I think it depends on when you spend that 30 minutes outside too. I would say if it's a nice sunny day, it really could really would boost you boost the energy levels. But I don't know about you. Like when it's, either like dark and rainy or dark and snowy kind of really just puts you in a mood to kind of, I don't know, sit down at home, kind of relax a little bit. Don't really stress about what's really going on. Kind of get into like a pair of nice sweatpants. And like I said, just kind of relax. See, I, I think, you know, we're on the same page with that, you know, go to the next one. See, see what, see, see what we got. Number two, it feels easier to exercise outdoors. Now, Taylor, this one I'm actually rather interested in your answer because you are the gym guy. I am. You would much rather be at the gym than, hell, even home. (laughs) I think that... um, Seeing the girlfriend doesn't listen to this, I can agree. (laughs) Now, for me... Remember those brownie points? Brownie points are gone. Everything's gone. (laughs) Equal slate. But anyway. Now, for me, on the other hand, I completely agree with this. Like, I can be outside all day walking around. Like, you do it during hunting season. You'll go walk around and drive deer. And it doesn't doesn't feel like exercise. But at the end of the day, you sit there and you're like, man, I walked six, seven miles today without even realizing it. You know what I mean? And like, so this one, I a hundred percent agree with. I agree because I like the walking outside. We've talked before about golf. We've talked about hiking, we've talked about even when we went out hunting, I agree with that. And they're basically saying on here that they put bikers inside of put bikers in front of colors and they just let them bike, let them cycle inside. They felt less physical exertion and more positive moods when they were looking at green, everything else made them, you know, feel fatigued, whatever. I agree with that because I tell you what, if I'm looking at something like green or something like that, I feel great. You put something red in front of me, I'm ready to fight. Right. So you're kind of saying that the colors affect your mood and something like green or I guess an easier color on the eyes 
would really help. Absolutely. Um. Anyway. Like that. Um. So basically, they're going to go on and say, "I'm probably going to hit the next two. It's basically same kind of thing. Outdoor is good for your vision. Outdoor helps mitigate mitigate pain." They're basically saying that they showed elementary school students spend less time, spend more time outdoors, are less likely to develop nearsightedness. Yeah, because they're looking far away for their friends underneath the playground. That's exactly what's <laughs> happened. Like, well, and I mean, I mean, let's keep going with that. You have kids falling off the playground, hurting themselves. If it's natural sunlight, everything's fine. Yeah, this one, I guess, both of these actually. I must say, I don't know enough. I can't say that that's true or not. If it's not, then, uh, <laughs> you know, like I said, I'm no doctor. I'm not going to be like, I've never been prescribed sunlight for pain. Mm-hmm. So there's that. <laughs> my, eye, my eyes are still jacked. <laughs> Me too. Me too. These glasses aren't going away anytime soon. <laughs> I don't think that it's really. Um, I don't know. I guess I wouldn't say I completely agree with those. I could see that being outdoors, for say, if it uplifts your mood to be outdoors, then a hundred percent it would help mitigate pain. But as far as vision goes, yeah, mm, I really don't see it. I mean, if anything, it's going to help. I guess I could say it helps exercise um, the younger kids, not younger kids, but kids some um, eyes because they're always, like I said, always looking out and seeing what's up. Like, always, right. You're not sit there staring at a screen that's six inches away from your face. Exactly. So like, I guess I can see that. I mean, we're not doctors. We're not doctors. <laughs> not yet. Who knows? So. Maybe that, maybe that's the key to everything. Just, hey, get outside. <laughs> Now, this next one says outdoors boosts the immune system. Now, once again, I am no doctor, but I'm sure that you're actually coming into contact with a lot of things that you wouldn't get inside. So that could really, uh, really help out with the white blood cell count and actually protecting your body against some of this stuff naturally. So... I could 100% believe that. I'm going to say okay because I I don't I don't know. Sure, sounds great <laughs> to me. <laughs> so, outdoors provides free aromatherapy. Basically, yes. It's all yes. Outdoors <laughs> yes. just makes you feel relaxed. I mean, that's that's all that is. Like Have you ever went around and like smelled the outdoors? Yeah, like and I'm going to be honest, most most of the times I do. I'm out in the country and all I smell is cow shit. Ah, yeah. See, that's, you're doing it wrong. You need to go out into the woods because then like you can get that ozone smell after like a lightning storm. You can get that pine smell from pine trees. You can get that, uh, the leaf and dirt smell. And obviously you got your flowers and stuff like that as well. But there's actually a lot of different things that you really wouldn't even uh, think had a smell to them. So that's always interesting. Like what kind of things are you talking about? Like, like just, you know, the fallen leaves and, you know, the dirt smell. 
it has its own unique kind of scent to it. Okay. Or you can sit there and you can kind of smell, um, like you can smell different kinds of wildlife. I don't know if you've ever smelled a bear before, but oh, Jesus, man, you can smell them bad boys coming. Um, all right. I get a quick question. I'm going to stop you there. Inquiring minds want to know, does a bear shit in the woods? Uh, yes. Have you seen a bear shit in the woods? Nope, but I've come across uh, bear shit in the woods. So I would say that 100%. As yet again, I can't argue with that because I'm not a doctor and I'm not a hunter. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the inquiry minds have officially come across an answer. Okay. Yes. Yes. That works yeah. For me. I mean, you know, also has like a smell, like the lake has a smell to it, and that has oh. a completely different smell during like algae bloom season. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to smell it in like springtime like right after all the ice melts and smell like late summer two completely different smells i know we haven't talked about it yet but i'm also a big fisherman yeah so this summer this spring slash summer we're definitely gonna get some fishing topics as well absolutely and there's and with the lake being right here there's nothing that's better than eating food locally on the lake and you smell nothing but fish all I'm going to say is I have some perch and some walleye both in my freezer right now. All I'm saying is I try to enjoy a nice meal and I smell fish and I did not order fish. <laughs> so number seven, outdoor enhances creativity. Basically they're saying you're lacking creativity. Go outside. It says psychologists found that backpackers scored 50% higher in creativity test after spending a few days in a wild without electronics. That's that is. I'm going to say. Yes. Now, I think the key point there is the without electronics, because I think the electronics definitely crush creativity. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Wreck it. absolutely. absolutely wreck it. You no longer have to think for yourself. Everything's just right there. And it really just cuts creativity out of everything. And if you were to be out in the woods, there's so much going on. There's so much different things to see. I could hundred percent see it because you'll get these different ideas and they'll be like, well, I can think of this, this way. I can think of this, this way. It really helps just kind of process all those thoughts. So this one, I, I, I'll say I hundred percent agree with. I agree with that too, because I have more ideas coming into my head when I'm not on my phone and I just sit there and just think. And that's usually when I get all my ideas. So I hundred percent agree with that coming up here. Soon we have, you know, we talked about SAD, um, seasonal affective disorder. Being out there, it helps with it. I mean, if you combine everything that we've talked about already, it kind of proves it. Yeah, absolutely. It, um, you know, according to this, it says uh, the symptoms of SAD are anxiety, exhaustion, and sadness, which is one of those things, like I was saying, I guess, in the beginning, that when it gets dark and you just want to kind of cuddle and curl up in a at home and really not do much, that going outside and actually enjoying the weather and like I said, I guess putting down the phone would really help too. Putting down the phone, turn off the TV, it would really help with those those symptoms. Just get out and enjoy yourself. You know, there's no reason not to. 
And yeah, you got to bundle up. Yeah, it's cold. But you still get all these added on benefits when you go outside. It's not just sitting there doing nothing, I guess, be the best way to put it. Number nine, being outdoors gives you a daily dose of vitamin D. Okay. This one I think we need to specify. Vitamin D is found in sunlight. So on a nice sunny day, yes, 100% you'll get your, your daily dose of vitamin D just by being outside and just being around to absorb it. And when the sunlight's not out, I mean, you get less of it. So you'll have to spend more time in order to actually get that full dose of vitamin D. You'll have to spend more time outdoors. I mean, yet again, I, I agree. Um, because like I have a friend who is a um, stay at home father. He um, has a almost one year old daughter and I think a three or four year old son. He makes an effort when the sun, when everything's okay to go outside, enjoy things with the kids. So completely agree with this. Cause he's like, yeah, it's, he's like, things are different. Like if I go outside for a straight week or if it's like raining for a straight week, like it does here, sometimes kids are so much different. So hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. That, I mean, and plus if you get outside with the kids, you can just have them burn off so much energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Number 10, the outdoor restores your focus. Um, I would have to say, yes, I completely agree. That it just gives you that break, especially for someone who sits there at a desk all day, Taylor. I mean, you used to do that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm guessing that on your lunch break or something, even if you went out to eat lunch in the, your car or something, just some sort of different scenery would like be magical. It would just change your whole perspective on the day. So yes, I worked almost three years in an office. Um, I don't anymore, but in the three years I, we had an hour lunch. I always thought that was too much. Yeah. Cause I don't know what to do over in an hour. So I'd go to my car and eat cause I don't want to be inside. So even if I'm outside, um, we live close enough to one of the great lakes, um, Lake Erie up there. And I got to, I, we were, Two minutes away. Between us, there was two stoplights and a Tim Hortons, and we were at the lake. I'd go over to the pier to sit out there in the cool, fresh air and just look around. My point is just being outside. It helped a lot because there was days I sat at my desk for that hour, and it was awful. Not awful where I was at. It was just awful because I didn't get the mental break. So Yeah, you just sit there and you look at the same computer screen that you've been sitting at for all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't believe it. I used to work security at a hospital and we really didn't have any official breaks. It was kind of like an A downtime, like kind of grab a quick bite to eat or something. But one of the things that we had to do was patrol the parking lot. Let me tell you, I had to always, every shift I'd always try and just go out and walk around just to kind of give a, a little break up in the day because there was, there were some days where you just needed it. There was just so much going on. It was so busy and you're stuck inside for hours upon hours. That was nice just to kind of get out, walk around, get some fresh air and kind of regroup and return. Yeah. It's overall, it's just a great thing to do. Like we have 
where I work now, we have actually a nature trail along the river. And it's, for what it is, it's great. It's about a quarter mile walk around right along the river. It's great. I do that once in a while, but once in a while, if I get out there early enough, I get out there and go. So my job right now is outside. And I'll say in comparison to my previous job, which was inside, it's actually rather nice to be able to just get out. And I mean, I drive around and we take care of things outside, but just being outside in comparison to being inside a building all day, it's just night and day. It's so nice. Like, yeah, you got to deal with the cold a little bit, but luckily I'm re- I normally drive around in my little, my little van. So I could just crank the heat up and go outside when I need to and hop back in, warm up. And you're still outside. You're still out enjoying the weather. You're still out driving around, crack the window, get some fresh air. You really can't beat it. I believe the last, you know, last point is outdoors makes us better people. I'm, all I'm saying is you have someone that's more focused, more relaxed, more comfortable. I think they're already a better person. Yeah, I think that it definitely helps with the the seasonal depression. And one of the things that the article actually mentions is the sense of um, community around the outdoors, which I think is huge. We're a part of it, obviously, because we're doing this whole podcast based upon the outdoors. But there's just it's such a huge network of people. I think I'm in some Facebook hunting groups in just my small little area. They have 50,000 people in it. And that's huge. That's huge for our area. That's huge. That's a huge population of people who are just enjoying the same thing. And I don't think I've met anyone negative. If you have any questions or anything like that, you can feel free, reach out. You'll get probably 10 different responses, if not 100 different responses. And it's all people sharing their unique experiences and kind of saying what works for them or what they've seen or what they've had happen to them. And you can kind of learn and, you know, go through new experiences with them. So speaking of our little community around here, we actually did have something interesting that's about to happen. Uh, One big part of my little area here in the Southern tier of New York is um, we have an Indian reservation and right now they are uh, in the midst of getting a population of bison back. Uh, I guess bison used to live here naturally and then were wiped out. So they're trying to bring the population back. It's real cool because it was there going to be what, like 45 minutes from us, maybe an hour from us in that range. Cause I'm not sure where that area is. Yeah. Right about that. Right about 45 minutes to an hour. Depending on how there. driving is. Right. Um, I just thought that was interesting because like, you know how, like you look on Facebook and you're like, wow, Yellowstone looks like a great place with a lot of natural animals. I would love to see that here. I know we're not yeah. going to get it. I know we're not going to get it like here with us. We, we're like, mm-hmm. we're not going to see bison running down the street. If I go an hour away, I would love to see just free roam of everything. Yeah. 
I think that it would be, I think it'd be great for the area around here. And what they said they're going to do is they're going to start with high electric fence to kind of contain the population to, you know, X amount of acres. And what I'd love to see is them actually get a full-blown breeding population and then remove the fence. So that way it would be a free roaming population. I understand at first you don't want them just free roaming because then they go wander off where they probably shouldn't. And then they end up hitting cars or doing something like that. Or cars hitting them and getting in the way. Or like, oh, could you imagine ramming into a bison? Oh, yeah. You think deer are bad. (laughs) Imagine a bison. God, I saw, I saw a video once of a, I think it was on maybe Mythbusters of a truck running into a, a moose. I know it's a bit different than a bison, but I saw the damage a moose could do. I don't want any part of a bison. It's like a brick wall. So <laughs> a moose will mess the car up. A bison will definitely just wreck a car. And like I said, I would love to see a full blown breeding population and then allow them to expand and really get, I mean, this is pretty much their, their land. Anyway, they, they were here first. There's no way we can argue with that. I'll always love to see it when they bring back, uh, extinct, extinct, um, how am I going to say it? extinct from the area animals, right? They actually did it with our lake with the, uh, paddlefish. And for the for a while, the paddlefish was not in our lake at all, and they started bringing it back. And a few years ago, I actually got to see one that was probably right about five foot long, which is that's a good sized fish. And I mean, it it shows you that they're in there and that they're growing and that it's a good healthy habitat for them. So I'd love to see them do that with the bison. If I had a time machine. I would love to go back to the 1700s, look at our area, just our area. Look at that. 1800s, look at our area. Early 1900s, look at our area, and then compare it to today. Because I am sure between those, I mean, that's a realistic small time frame in which a lot of, a lot of changes happened. The big urbanization. You know, you're talking the turn of the 19th century with all the gas and steam powered motors. You're just a lot has happened. And unfortunately, a lot has been terrible for wildlife. A lot has been just like human greed where we're just kind of taking as we please. And I would just love to see that what it used to be, what we are at now. And then I would love to see it get back to closer to what it was. And I think that this is a great stepping stone to that. And it couldn't have happened in a better area because we have the state park right over there. Yep. I think that was part of what they were planning. Mm-hmm. It was a state park right there. It's great. We have a couple lakes over there, more than a couple lakes. I think I'm not sure about that rivers and the state park is actually, doesn't this go into PA as well? Yes. Yeah, so I just think it's going to be great. Like I said, I think it's a great thing that they're trying to reintroduce these animals. 
I wish them all the best of luck, and I really can't wait to see what the future holds. Absolutely. But um, how is um hunting going for you, bud? Oh, yeah, to ask. Um, well, this past week, I have really not been out. Um, just kind of things at home. Wife wanted to do some things, so I took the weekend off. But wait, are you saying the wife was an inconvenience of your hunting? Absolutely not. I did it with love. So, so I, all right, all right, here we go. I can see you right now. Yeah. You did it with love. Did it with love. All right. I can accept that. And um, Natalie, if you're listening, he did it with love. I can see his face. I believe him. Can't She's argue a with listener. Facts. She's an actual listener. I will say that. She is a listener. She is a listener. So, but, uh, so my archery season is done and I'm looking forward to a uh, rifle season starting up this next weekend plan. Right. on being out all weekend at, uh, I mean, geez, by the time this actually airs, it will be the day no. before rifle season starts. It will be because so. rifle season will start that. Day. So yeah, I'll be gearing up, ready to go. So basically tomorrow you'll be gearing up, ready to go. Basically tomorrow I'll be gearing up, ready to go. Yeah. Um, same, same ideas. Um, bow and all that, or you have different, different feel for it or what, like what's up with that? Well, this one, it'll be kind of seeing what comes about. I'm thinking about hitting up my, uh, my lower stand first which is where, if you guys remember, where I took a picture of my hand next to the uh, footprint, the hoof print. So I'm going to hit up there first, I think, with this cold front really moving in. As long as it's not, like, heavy, heavy snow, we should be looking good. Uh, Down there, there's a little break in the trees where there's some vegetation that actually grows up naturally. So it's kind of a good little spot until everything freezes over where they can actually get some green, some greenery in them. And it should be an all around good spot. It's actually where I got my deer last year. So (laughs) fingers crossed, same thing happens. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm pretty excited. Uh, Luckily I had a little stockpile of shells because those are absolutely impossible to find right now. You know, you're going out hunting. That's awesome. Like you said, offer's still there. Let me know. Oh, I will. I'll let you know. Offer's still there. Hopefully you'll get a call and be like, hey, come on over. I would I would love to get a call. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Whatever. So right. So um, Nolan, I think that's about it. Um, before we head out though, we have big news that we got onto our socials. Everything we're on Apple Podcasts now. It was yes, we are. It was a lot of a lot of hard work. It took a little bit of time. I missed the Thursday night football game a little bit. I'll be honest. I put side by side on my computer watching both. Um, I got it to work. It's 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 there. So right now we're on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. Um, if anybody has any 
other options you want, let us know. We'll work on it. We'll get it for you. Um, and as always, share our links, like, follow, comment. You want us to talk about something? You want to be on a show? Let us know. That's it. So, Nolan, you got anything? No, I think you wrapped it up good. Until the next time. All right. We'll see you. See you.